Hello, this is Pastor Corey Ehrman. You're listening to my podcast. I hope it blesses, encourages, and inspires you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch you through this teaching. Thank you for tuning in, and God bless. I'm going to talk to you about the name of Jesus being a weapon. And I'm going to show you something very, very powerful concerning the name of Jesus. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 through 11, the Bible says, Wherefore God also has highly exalted him, given him a name which is above every name. Talking about the name of Jesus. That at the name of Jesus... At the name of Jesus, and I'm going to come back to that because it's very, very important. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things in earth, and the things under the earth. That means <laughs> every realm is included, every dimension. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, we see something very powerful here. The mentioning of the name of Jesus, at the mention of the name of Jesus, the moment you speak the name of Jesus, it is a weapon. The name of Jesus is the name which is above every name. Diseases have names. Demons have names. Spirit of fear, spirit of infirmity. Depression has a name. And every day they're inventing new diseases. But they all have names, and some of them you can't even pronounce. There are names of things in heaven, the realm of the spirit, spirits. There are names of things in the earth, and there are names that are things that are under the earth. Everything has to be named. That's how we identify things by a name. You understand me? Without names, we can't identify. You have a name, so we have to identify you. And sometimes we have too many Jessicas and Javiers, and, and they always kind of get a little identifier. Do <laughs> you understand? It's like, but everyone has a name that identifies you. And then you have to have a last name. So we are identified by names. Now you have to understand that the Father highly exalted Jesus. When did this happen? See, he died for our sins. He was buried. He was resurrected. But after the resurrection, he showed himself alive for 40 days with many infallible proofs that he is resurrected. And then after 40 days of showing himself alive, he was taken up to heaven. He was glorified he ascended there was his ascension there was his glorification and at the very end there was his exaltation when he, as he sat at the right hand of the father and being seated means he finished the work he sat at the right hand of the father the place of highest authority and for that reason because of what he did because of his accomplishment because of what he did he finished the work. There was an assignment given to the Son to redeem us, to come and seek and save the lost, to die for our sins, to be raised from the dead, to be the firstborn among many. And as he ascended on high, he was glorified, he was exalted, seated at the right hand of the Father. And the Father 
gave him a name. This name was given to him, bestowed upon him because of what he accomplished. Do you understand me? Now, what he accomplished was that he conquered sin. He conquered death. He conquered sickness, disease, and poverty. He, he redeemed us from every curse. So there was a work that was accomplished at, through the finished work of the cross. And because he finished the work, because he triumphed over the enemy. Amen. amen. Having conquered hell and the grave. Set at the right hand of the Father. Breaking every curse. Taking sickness and disease upon his body. By his stripes we were healed. And for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Even though he was very rich for our sakes. He became poor. So that through his poverty we might be made rich. So he broke the curse of poverty and lack. He accomplished this. And he sat at the right hand of the Father. And a name was given to him. The name of Jesus, the Lord saves, sozo, redeems, saves. And that word salvation includes healing, well-being, everything you need for your life, wholeness. Not just forgiveness of sins, but victory is attached to that name. There was a name given to him above every name. No matter what name is mentioned, we have another name. A name which is above every name, the name of Jesus. Now you need to see verse 9, therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. The definition of above means beyond, because of, in place of, or instead of. You can say it this way, we were given a name that is beyond every name or because of every name or in place of every name and instead of every name. Uh, yeah, that means... For example, the name of Jesus is above any disease that is named or could be named. His name is above and beyond cancer. And whatever form of cancer. His name is above every sickness, disease. Whatever name could be mentioned, his name is above every name. Verse 10 says, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth. What is the de definition of bow? It means to worship, to submit, or to surrender. That means at the mention of his name, whatever is in heaven, in the realm of the spirit, in the earth, or under the earth, must bow. That means must surrender, must submit, and must worship. Must acknowledge what, what locations, things in heaven, things in the earth, things under the earth. That means it includes any location imaginable. Those three locations basically cover everything. And verse 11 says that at every tongue, that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And the meaning of confess means to acknowledge that every tongue must acknowledge that's why when jesus went into the synagogue those demons begin to cry out said have you come to torment us O son of david that's why when jesus met the woman uh met the man that was full of legion of demons the demons begged him 
that they should go into the swine. And Jesus said, go. And the demons went into the pigs. And then we had deviled ham. And the pigs ran into the lake and drowned. The demons knew the authority that Jesus carried. And then Jesus said, in my name, you shall go and cast out demons. Hallelujah. In my name, you shall speak to mountains. So every tongue must confess and acknowledge that Jesus is Lord. Listen, not becoming, not will, but he is Lord. He already is Lord. He is the master of all. He is in charge of everything. All authority in heaven and earth has been given unto him. And that name has been given to us. Just like the Father gave him a name, Jesus took his name and gave it to us. He says, go in my name. Preach the gospel in my name. Cast out demons in my name. Speak with new tongues in my name. Take up serpents in my name. If they try to give you anything poisonous, you shall not die. In my name, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. In my name. That means the name that carries all authority in heaven and earth. As he's been highly exalted above every name. The father gave him that name and Jesus in turn gave us his name. The authority to use his name. It's called exousia, the power of attorney. That means to represent him. That means when we go and we say in the name of Jesus, it's exactly like Jesus is speaking. Amen. Just like those demons begged Jesus. And as Jesus commanded them, they had no choice but to obey. Do you understand me? You have that same authority. Now I want to show you how you use that as a weapon. It's wonderful to understand all of that. Now what do you do with it? Okay, he is Lord of all. He's the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. That includes humanity, everything in creation, and all the elements of the earth. That's why you can speak the storms, you can speak the mountains. Hallelujah. Everything must acknowledge that Jesus has the preeminence over all things. Look at Ephesians chapter 1, verses 18 through 22. This is exactly why the Apostle Paul prayed. I encouraged the church earlier this year to pray these prayers, especially the prayers that Paul prayed. You can go find them on our website, riverwpb.com. Prayers that Paul prayed. There's four prayers. One of them is in Ephesians 1. Then the next one is in Ephesians chapter 3. And then in Philippians, Colossians chapter 1, there's, there are two other prayers. Prayers that Paul prayed. I took those prayers in the Amplified personalized for them take those prayers and pray them over your life and one of the prayers is this prayer he prays that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened that means you receive revelation in your spirit that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrote in christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, which is where we're seated together with him, joint seating, according to Ephesians chapter 2. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And he has put all things under his feet and gave him 
to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body. So if Jesus is the head, we are the body, where is the feet? The feet is the lowest part of the body. That means our enemies, every name has been placed under our feet. The devil is under our feet. He is defeated. He is under defeat. So when you're talking to the devil, don't talk to him like this. Talk to him like this because he's under defeat. Say, devil, I command you in the name of Jesus to cease and desist your operation. And stomp on him and let him, let him know. Are you really stomping on him? Does he really hurt? No, not necessarily. But you are acknowledging it's literally for you to understand and recognize your position. And the reason we can use the name of Jesus as a weapon is because of our position. Now I want us to look at something. This is very important because what we saw in Philippians 2, 9 through 11 was at the mention of the name. Mm. Notice the scripture says in Philippians 2, 10, at the name. At the name. Everyone say at. What is at? signify here what does at express we use the word at to express time and a place where events take place come to the midweek service at 7 p.m at the river church at this address we need that word at otherwise you just say Come to church, it's somewhere in West Palm Beach. You're never going to know where to go. Uh, whenever you want. No, we always have to have at. To signify a time and a place. Because it's something specific about the at. So. If you go duck hunting. You don't just close your eyes and just shoot in the air and hope to hit something you better be aiming at something so your faith has to have a target and when you speak the word and when you use the name of Jesus it has to be at listen to me now listen to me listen to me so what me, what this means is that at the mention of his name or at the time frame his name is mentioned at the place, at the situation, at the circumstance. His name is mentioned. The very physical, mental, financial must surrender at that very moment, at that very place. What happens is at that time, at that place, the moment you mention the name of Jesus, because you're a believer, you have authority, you have revelation. Now there is a divine intervention. There is a divine intervention and natural events, natural time must submit to the name of Jesus. That's how Joshua could stand still and command the moon and the sun to stand still for an hour. Jesus commanded the storm, be still. And the storm was calm, everything. Until... You take authority over the time and the place where you're at. You might be sitting in a doctor's office. I remember when my wife was pregnant. And of course she's going to give birth in Turkey. And 
they always and always push C-sections because they make more money and it's quick. So, so we're going from doctor to doctor to doctor. We're sitting with, we went to several. And one lady said, uh, and she just said, she just started to make all these excuses and your wife needs a C-section, da-da-da-da-da. I said, I'm, we're looking for someone that will do a natural birth. She goes, ah. And then she started to speak all kinds of stuff. I said, I said, in the name of Jesus, my wife will have natural birth. And the look, woman looked at me like this, like I was crazy. I said, we were here to interview you. You're not the one we walked out. We went to another one, another one, and the fourth one, I think the fourth or fifth one, she said, yeah, I'll do whatever you want us to do. And she, of course, had natural birth. She gave natural birth. I mean, it's like you might, you'll be sitting somewhere and somebody's going to tell you something. And the report is going to try to overwhelm you, to dominate you. Now you have to. You have a place and you have a time. At the mention of the name, all of a sudden, something changes because you begin to take authority over the circumstance. Because every circumstance has a beginning and it has an end. It might have begun, it, listen, it might have begun, but when it ends, it might have begun, listen, it might have begun outside of your control, but it ends in your control. You determine the end. You may not have had control over how it began, but you control how it ends. And until you speak with authority in the name of Jesus, it'll just keep happening. But the moment you step in, there's a divine interruption. Because now something higher in authority and something higher than every realm, which is physical and including spiritual, has stepped in to change the course of natural events. You can either let things happen or you can say, in the name of Jesus, I put a stop to this. In the name of Jesus, now at this place, at this time, in this circumstance, I take authority over this right now and I'm using the name of Jesus, which is above every name. I don't care, doctor, what you said, what that, that, that co complex name you used. I don't even know how to pronounce it. I don't really care. I know a name. The only name I need to know is the name of Jesus. But until you mention that name, there is no interruption. Things will continue as the devil wants it, as the circumstances want it. Things will continue as powers and principalities or even those in government want it to be. Notice now, principalities and powers said you have to mask up. We said in the name of Jesus, we will not. Principalities and powers says you have to close your church down. We said in the name of Jesus, we will not. Well, brother, you know, we have to obey authority. I'm going to obey God's word. God is the highest authority. We're not going to bow to Nebuchadnezzar. We're not going to bow to principalities and powers. They will bow to us. And it's amazing. You see by the reaction of many Christians. Whether they actually believe the word of God or not. Whether they actually know their authority or not. We have to confront every situation. We have to confront every name. Until you confront it, nothing will change. 
The devil is a bully. He's a thug. You better confront him. You better put him in his place. You have to confront fear. You have to confront things. You cannot just let them happen. Some of you have let things happen. You've allowed things to happen. You've given permission to, to allow things to happen. It's time for you to bind them. Jesus said, I've given you the keys of the kingdom, to bind and to loose. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That means you have to do something here on earth. Use your authority that at the mention of the name of Jesus, now you interrupt. They might tell you, this is what's going to happen. No, I interrupt. I disrupt. That's not what's going to happen. That, no, no, no. That is not what's going to happen. You have three months to live. No, I will live and not die and declare the glory of the Lord. This is the deadline. No, 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 no. I don't live by deadlines. I, live, I have a lifeline to heaven. I have a lifeline. This is the date. I'm moving the date in the name of Jesus. Some of y'all need to move some dates. Some of y'all need to move some money around. Some of, some of you need to move some, some spirits out of your life that have been harassing you. Some of you need to go and interrupt some other people's situations and step into that situation because they're in the boat panicking because there's a storm. And the moment Jesus stepped in and spoke, everything changed. So you might be somebody's Jesus to step into that storm in their life. You're going to interrupt it. You're going to turn things around. You're going to turn things around. It has to change. Not tolerating this anymore. The name of Jesus swallows up, consumes, obliterates everything that stands in its way. Or whatever the name confronts that is contrary to the will, plan and purpose and intent of God. That includes spiritual death, sickness, disease, mental depression, broken relationships, poverty, any harassing work of the enemy. I command you in the name of Jesus to cease and desist your operation. I expose and cancel your operation right now in the name of Jesus. Until you stand up, use your authority, nothing will change. Stop begging God to do something about it. He's giving you the authority. Many Christians are begging, God, would you please come and move this mountain? God's like, I told you, you have to speak to it and move it. God, would you please come and calm the storm? You stand up, you rise up, you speak to the storm. At the name, every sickness, disease, situation must obey the name. 1 Corinthians 15, 27 says, for he has put all things under his feet. But when he said all things are put under him, it is manifested that he is expected, which did put all things under, his, under him. So that means it's expected if all things are put under his feet. At the name, once it comes in contact with the name, it's subject to the name. Whatever name, whatever name comes in contact with that name, it's subject to that name. First Peter 3.22 says, who has gone into heaven and is... On the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. 
angels and authorities and powers being made subject. Word bow means to be subject. So you bring them into subjection. They are subject to you. I heard a story or actually read the story. I believe it was Lester Summerall. He was out in the mission field somewhere and he woke up one night in the middle of the night. No, I believe, no, no, I'm sorry. This was not Lester Summerall. This was Smith Wigglesworth. He woke up in the middle of the night and there was a, there was a evil spirit. He actually said that it was Lucifer standing, was moving his bed while he was sleeping. His bed was moving and then he woke up and he, he, he saw Satan himself standing at his uh, bedside. He wakes up and goes, oh, it's you. Move my bed back into place now in Jesus' name. And he went back to sleep. Most people would just freak. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> now that's a man that really understood his authority. And then somebody said to me, Pastor Lucifer came to my house last night. I doubt it was Lucifer himself. I think it was a three foot devil, blind in one eye, deaf in one ear with a speech impediment and an IQ of three. Because that was all it took to keep you in defeat. No, 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 no. And you can't pray general prayers. I bind you, Satan. Now, how many, how many times was Satan bound today by Pentecostals all over the world? Millions of times, but he's still loose. Because you, you cannot bind generally. You have to bind specifically. At. At. When you use your authority specifically, that's when it works. Don't pray general prayers. You have to pray specific prayers to get results. Hallelujah. At the mention of the name, every knee should bow or surrender. Everything we deal with in this world, it must bow down and surrender at the name of Jesus. It bows down to everything that the name embodies. Everything must pay homage to the name of Jesus. Colossians 2.10 says, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. You are complete. You're not missing anything. You are complete. You're not missing anything. Hallelujah. Why is that? Because the Bible declares that greater is he that is working in you than he that is in the world. 1 John 4, 4 says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That means every child, even in kids' church, has as much authority as any adult when they have a revelation of the name of Jesus. We had a five-year-old who came to kids' church, I think this was a couple of years ago, and his mom couldn't come because she was lying with a fever at home sick, so the kid came with the dad, and then they were teaching about using the name of Jesus, laying hands on the sick. So five-year-old goes home, mom is lying in bed with fever, puts the kid, five, five-year-old boy, puts his hand on his mother's forehead, says, in the name of Jesus, fever leave, and immediately the fever breaks, and she gets up, and she came, Sunday night to testify a five-year-old a five-year-old interrupted the fever stopped the fever 
When Jesus laid hands on Peter's mother-in-law, the fever left. Hallelujah. So you have authority. But there has to be a place. You have to have a head to lay hands on. You have to. It's a specific person, specific situation. You lay hands on it. Why is it? What is the laying on of hands? It's taking authority over the situation. I, you're taking authority. I'm taking authority over this sickness, this disease, whatever name it has. That name has to be subject to the name of Jesus. Say this after me. Greater is the God that is in me than the little God, the God of this world that's in the world. Everything in this world is subject to the God that is in me. Hallelujah. Say this after me. Everything is swallowed up at the mansion of the name of Jesus because of what backs the name of Jesus which is all of heaven hallelujah so I want you to know that it's like a battering ram because of all the force and all the power that comes with that name it's the name for you to break through it's the name for you to interrupt events at a specific time at a specific place When a man or a woman of God full of the Holy Ghost steps into that situation and speaks the name of Jesus. It's a weapon. It's going to break the power of the enemy. It's going to interrupt the course of events. It's going to change nature. Somebody's going to come and present you the facts. Thank you for the facts. But in the name of Jesus. I have a truth. That dominates your facts. Let God be true and every man a liar. Well, the doctor said, oh, Fauci? Still believe in that gnome? You still believe him? He's an expert. Really? He's a little spurt. They're already telling us it's going to be another winter of dark, darkness and death. Oh, they're already saying White House against it. It'll be another winter of sickness, disease, and darkness and death. In the name of Jesus! the dollar is going to crash in the name of Jesus not on my watch not when I have it and I have an assignment to do something with it 
they had already planned. They had already planned to have the one world government by 2010, and then it was 2020, and now it's 2030. I mean, we're moving your date, devil. The end is not, the end has not come. You don't determine the end. You don't determine the end. We serve the God who knows the end and the beginning. And Jesus said, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in every nation as a witness. And then the end shall come. It's up to us. You don't determine the end. Well, it's over. No, it's not over in Jesus' name. Time has run out. No, it has not run out in Jesus' name. Well, you're not going to make it. No, I will make it in Jesus' name. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I hope that you have been blessed. I would like for you to consider two things. Number one, subscribe to our show to receive notifications of our new podcasts. Number two, support our ministry of reaching the nations with revival by clicking on the link in the description or visiting our website, riverwpb.com. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to you joining our next podcast. God bless you.